right? I, I gotta strap in. You can just admit you watched it. <laughs> like, my sister's True. watching it, and I was like walking by. You're so right. I'm like, I guess I'll watch that. That's like so. My dad just like standing in the doorway, yeah. just being like, "What is this glee? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that teacher so fruity?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I went on a date at Fort Green Park with one of the writers from that show, actually. From Glee? No. From, I mean, say, I went on a date with 45. I'm like, <laughs> to be like, I like dated Ryan Murphy. Nico. Hey, Con. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little? Just a smidge. From two guys who were never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to boys club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like the clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? No, I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. <laughs> Connor's like, what do boys eat? <laughs> My feelings. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm I'm doing okay. I feel like I've been um, having a bit of an existential crisis recently. How many days? <laughs> um, three maybe. Last oh. couple of days. I don't know. I just have been so, you know, this time of year the weather always gets me, and I'm always I'm such a broken record about it, but it really does affect me. And I think like I don't know. I obviously inflation is horrible everything's so expensive it's the cost of living is crazy oh my god that's so selfless <laughs> I'm talking, i mean i mean it is selfish because i'm talking about my cost of but living but i mean like my problems are like i'm just really sad and really blue because i'm mad at myself and i'm mad at everyone else for things they did to me and i'm mad about this and it's like yeah. but yours is like you're worried about the economy and people's ability to live and that's <sighs> beautiful i wish the government would just send us a thousand dollars a month we would all be fine i think they do that somewhere no when i hear there's like a random place where they do that it's called switzerland oh <laughs> or something like that you gotta go overseas sweden maybe you gotta get on a plane you gotta get a visa (sighs) that's too expensive too i was trying to book a flight to cincinnati ohio for may because i'm doing a college show out there guess how much that costs is it ccm never mind is Um, that the name of a college or that's a school with a good music theater program no no i'm gonna guess eight hundred dollars yes nine hundred dollars round trip to cincinnati for a weekend in may that's crazy that chair costs that much i know i'm like cinco de mayo in cincinnati is hot i guess i don't know no 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 it's ridiculous um, that's really sad I went there with my dad one time when I was like probably 11 and my two brothers because he like took us on this baseball road trip of like throughout the Midwest where we went to like a bunch of baseball parks and, and I ate nachos still all game. ended up gay wow. all ended up gay I know I know it's crazy the things <laughs> a man will work. do <laughs> I know what does a man do with a, t- a summer off in a minivan and three gay kids <laughs> show take them the to parks. the slowest sport ever invented um, and we tried to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame but it was closed I think maybe that's where they make people straight but well it was no because famously that's where Jesse found out she was gay oh why because she's saw a picture of freddie mercury totally that, that looks like my uncle and her yeah, mom was yeah. like i don't think your uncle would like to hear that i thought you were gonna say something like patty smith no something. unfortunately it was freddie mercury i guess patty smith who lived not far from here when she was younger Sam which i know good. from her book that i have called just kids i know i gotta read that still um did you see any boys clubs this week uh, 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 i'm trying not to talk bad about celebrities i have one if you want me to start okay you can go okay the boys club i've actually joined recently is one that we talked about a long time ago with my roommate sam video games what? Yes. I mean, that's amazing. No, and listen. Which ones? I also thought I would never be a video game person because I never really... I mean, like, when I was a kid, I liked the Mario games and stuff, but you I... You had like, a Wii. We had a Wii. Remember when Wii was going to revolutionize had, fitness? Oh, my God. Wii, oh, you mean when it gave everybody any disorder? <laughs> <laughs> when it was telling children that they were overweight in a crazy way? And you could, like, play tennis. So, like, one Christmas, everyone played tennis, and then we never touched it again. No, of course. <laughs> it was, like... Obviously, Wii was revolutionary at the time. Of course, Wii yeah. was huge. But... So, we had, like, a Wii. We had a GameCube before that, so we had, like... Animal Crossing. S- like, yeah, like, little kid games like that, like Mario games and stuff. Um, no and guns? 
No, my parents were absolutely no violent You're games. kidding. You've never told me that before. What do you mean? My parents were very big no guns. Yeah, we were not allowed. We to weren't have... even allowed to have water guns. No, my mom was super anti <gasps> that too. Wait, that's why we're good. I mean, not great, <laughs> but we're good. We're good. Yeah, yeah. It is weird to run around with a gun. It is. It, it's also like a weird, I've always thought it was weird. I mean, Ebon has a, shout out Ebon Kilkarni has a great joke about that, about like it's weird that kids play Call of Duty and it's like, why are they deploying to Afghanistan? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're seven. I think in my house, it was like, after Columbine, it was never the same they're right? like no 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 yeah we act like this is a new sorry I, i've actually absolutely not gonna do this but it was like that was like the, the 90s yeah <laughs> it's like and yeah but running around with guns so i maddie and isa isa randomly somehow got a ps4 from a co-worker who was just like giving it away so she's got this free playstation 4 and it had spider-man wait on i'm it. nervous now about the co-worker because i'm like were they giving that away uh, i was were they giving everything away no it Are seems they okay? like they came into a playstation 5 and it was more it was going to be a more of an undertaking to like sell the PlayStation than it was to just give it to Isa. My Peloton was that. That's why it exactly. went on the street. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to whoever got that Peloton or it's still sitting there. Anyway, so no, it's gone. because of this PlayStation 4 now being at Maddie's house, I started playing Spider-Man on it. And it's just like... What's the objective? Just to like run around and like beat up bad guys and like swing around the buildings. That's dumb because when you said Spider-Man, I was like, oh, that's amazing because he kisses Kirsten Dunst and they fall in love, get married. You know what sucks? In the first Spider-Man game, anytime you become... The girl, she's just like solving puzzles. So in the second game, they gave her a gun. <laughs> Bro, I have a business idea. I have a business idea. Just the girl video games. Dude, we should do a rom-com video game where you're like, do you want to go on a date to this bar or this mini golf course? I think that's what the metaverse is about to be. Wait, then I want to join them. I'm sorry for what I said about the metaverse. Wait, I actually am so excited about that. Like, I think that sounds actually, actually rather interesting. Yeah, that you can just go and then there's no consequences. No. It's like in a dream when you know you're dreaming and you're like, everybody get naked. <laughs> I think that's the Matrix a little bit, right? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. But what I've decided I like about video games, to, to wrap up my boys club, is I think I really like that it's... I just feel like I spend so much time on my phone and I hate it. And I hate being on Instagram because it always makes me feel bad no matter what. I feel like I'm just like frying my brain on that thing. And so I'm trying to spend less time on my phone. And I know video games probably also going to fry my brain, but it's like... There's no like things to do. It's a puzzle. It's very like I have to sit there and focus on it. And it's like I really it's don't also, think it's going to fry your brain. But I'm like resting. It's like because I, I, I will just if like I have free time at night, I will think I'll be like, oh, I should work or I should read a book that also sort of has to do with work or I should watch a show that also it makes me think about work. And it's like I can't I, I struggle to turn that off. Yeah. So doing something like this that is so inconsequential. Yeah, I is really nice. I mean, I think that about Real Housewives. Like, I yeah. the idea of like frying your brain. Like, no offense to like everyone out there who like kind of is just like a bummer, but like <laughs> that definitely is a threat if you just like are for sure a loser. But like, if yeah. you're very working hard, high achieving, getting it done, and you're a perfectionist, and you're actually never happy because whatever you do will never be enough to you. Of course, I think you are someone that might benefit from a, like a little thing that other people would say is frying your brain, but actually is just kind of you being dare I say mindful, yeah, mindfully trying to save Gotham or whatever. Yeah. It got so bad yesterday, like, that I was, like, itching to play this game. I wanted to play so bad. And Maddie was not home because she had a show. And I was, like, there's a video game, like, sto- like mom and pop store downstairs from me. And I was, like, should I go buy a PlayStation right now? Oh, my like, God. Like, maybe I should go buy a PlayStation. So then I went down there, and they were, like, about to close. So I turned around, and then the guy was, like, wait, what do you need? Don't give you heroin. I know. And then I was, like, uh, do you have a PlayStation 4? And he was, like, no, we just sold our last one. And I was, like, it's a sign. I wasn't supposed to get it. Well, then it turns out my roommate has a PlayStation 4. And he was, like, oh, I'll just hook it up in the living room. You guys have just never vibed like that before. Well, he has, a he has like, a whole setup in his room because he, like, that's, like, a lot of his, like, 
chill time, so I don't want to like invade his stuff. Okay, I had to make an a one. rule for myself where I'm not allowed, which is of course I'm not allowed to watch Real Housewives before nighttime, like late, like eight p.m. I got you because you're just watching. Could evening. you imagine if I turned on Sutton Strack at two p.m. in the afternoon? <laughs> My God, I'd get nothing done. I'd just like melt into the abyss. Yeah, because it's so addicting. The news. Um, I don't leave no engagement with that sort of thing before. If you don't treat your life like a job, then it never, then what, what is this? I mean, like, I guess you could be trying to get married or something, but like, if you don't treat your life like a job, wait, I have to rephrase How are you going to be a little capitalist? We're all here at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. Here's what I'm going to say to you. Like if we didn't have a little (laughs) bit of structure, then like we would float away. Yeah. We would literally die. Yeah. I mean, of, of course you have to tether yourself to something. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, anyway, that's my voice call for this week. More, I guess I'll, I'll keep everybody at home tuned. Oh, also, before we keep going, I want to give a shout out to our one of our boys at home, Neva, if you're listening. Thanks for coming to the live Thanks show. for like finally being nice to me. Finally, someone was nice to me one time. <laughs> no one's ever nice to me. That's not true. We have had a couple people come up after shows, and it's always so sweet. And we had a really lovely conversation with a listener at our last show, and it was so wonderful. So, Neva, if you're listening, shout out. Thanks for coming to the show. Thanks for being bringing the vibes. Um, anyway. What was your voice and thanks club? for saying that I actually don't steamroll. <laughs> what was your boys club? Um, my boys club. I'm not trying to talk bad about celebrities. My boys club is everyone that has like a hard opinion on Taylor Swift. Can that be my boys club? I mean, that's a big one. Absolutely. I don't like any of the fall. I don't like anything that happened with the Grammys in terms of opinions towards Taylor Swift. I have no opinion on anything that happened except for a little bit of one. I do think that it's weird to announce your album at the Grammys. And here's what I'm going to say to you. She is the music industry. She is <laughs> she a is. billionaire. She is. Yes. And it feels like this weird hijacking of the, like she ultimately did win album of the year, but then at that time she hadn't. And like e- e- either way, it would have maybe felt weird. Oh, she announced it before she won. No, she announced it for her first win for like vocal pop album or whatever. I'm not saying it's horrible. I'm not saying that people should be mean to her on the internet. I think that people will probably sac- crucify me on the internet, which is my dream. So like <laughs> I <laughs> do feel like that is just a lot. And you guys know if you're at home, you know, I'm a fucking, I listen to illicit affairs, TikTok. What I like about TikTok is that the mm-hmm. video will just play over and over and over again. So I literally have it in my pocket on my walks and I just have, don't call me kid. The live version. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her. I love her. I yeah. do. I'm a scripty. Something about the tortured poets. What is it? Tortured Tor- poets? Um, tortured poets department. And of course people are already online being like, it has to do with a group chat between Jake Gyllenhaal and somebody else. Paul Mescal. That group chat would be between Paul Mescal and Joe Alwyn. Oh. And that gay guy. And that gay guy. So good for all of them, Shout honestly, to, to have a group guy. chat with a gay guy. Good for <laughs> both of you. You're both in a group chat with a gay guy, too. <laughs> <laughs> True. Wait, what I'll say on the Taylor Swift stuff um, is that, well, when this episode releases in less than a week, we, will, we don't know the outcome of the Super Bowl yet, but by the time the boys are listening to this, Travis Kelsey could have won. And if he wins... It's going to be a hard day for insufferable people. <laughs> yeah. Because then my other like, people are super mean to her. Like, everyone's also really mad about Celine. She, like, didn't hug Celine Dion, and they're being so mean to her on the internet. As, as I told you, like, a simple Google search would have told you that she has stiff person syndrome and doesn't want to be held. <laughs> so, like, it's not – stop coming for Taylor for not hugging Celine Dion. I'm happy for Celine Dion for having so much success that she found the time and the resources to identify that she has stiff person syndrome. And then to take those resources and set a boundary with them and say, I will not be hugging you. <laughs> To, to kind of probably email five of the most powerful people in the music industry and say, Insane. if you win this, don't hug me. Do not hug me. That's yes. really funny. So my boys club is everyone that it has a hard opinion on Taylor Swift and it's kind of like get up, have a life. I literally, it always is like anytime people have shit to say about it, it's like relax. Yeah. Relax. And we love, like I love her. So like, yeah. but I'm not. People I'm not, are really up in arms about the NFL and like her dating Travis Kelsey and all of it. I just am like, who cares? So she's dating. Why? W- it makes sense. 
that the biggest pop star is dating one of the biggest athletes. Like, that's just kind of how that goes. Yeah. It's actually, like, people are so fascinated by it. And I'm like, what, you never saw a movie in 2002? Literally. That was every movie. Yeah. What do you want? You actually, It was actually a walk to remember. Apparently, like, right-wing people are all, like, up in arms because they think that she's, like, super, like, Democrat. And so is he, though. And then he's doing Pfizer commercials. And it's By like, super. I don't super is the right word. But. Yeah. It's like, he. oh, he's doing Pfizer commercials. He's getting a bunch of money from Big Pharma. That's not very leftist, I would say. One time he um, did chug a Bud Light right after Dylan Mulvaney. That all happened. He like chugged a Bud Light and people said that that was You know was, who like, else chugged a Bud Light after that? Probably, Trump. Probably me. <laughs> <laughs> not in protest or support, just probably it happened. And sure. I would have. I would have relapsed for that. <laughs> I would happily. <laughs> I was I, in support of Dylan. Yeah. There's nothing like a relapse to keep people curious about you. you yeah, know just I mean? keep people on their toes to get a solo show out of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we bring our guest? Speaking in? of solo show coming up, boys, <laughs> our guest this week is a an amazing stand up comedian. You're gonna love her. She's a fabulous actor, writer. We're so excited to have her model. on the podcast. Model, even. We're so excited to have her on the podcast, boys. Please welcome Tessa Bell. Hi. It's been a long Welcome time coming. Thank you so much for calling me an actor. Because whenever people say I'm a writer, I'm like, you're calling me ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling you a multi-hyphenate. Wait, I do really like writer. Like, someone asked me what kind of gay guy I was at work, of all places. And I was like, like what that's do you a mean? writer. Go to HR. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to ask, was it a client? Was it a It actually was co-worker? a co-worker. It was oh, a co-worker. But no. a support in it. No offense. And just, Wow. They yeah. said, what kind of gay guy are you? Yeah. Like and I said, quiz? I actually kind of. <laughs> yeah, they're like Kinsey scale. <laughs> <laughs> well, my heart jumped because I was like, oh, an opportunity to employ our thing. And I was like, I'm a mind gay. Yeah. And they were like really confused about that. And then I said, well, my whatever. <laughs> so you Are said, you okay. saying you're a sapiosexual? Wait, what's that? You're f- attracted to When mind. you're like, I just like like them for their mind. <laughs> Which is like, is Wait, that everybody? Is that no, bad? <laughs> well, to the, our point earlier about coming, how you can't come with, we say this on the pod. I don't think this was on the pod. So and also, I don't want to say it was our point. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, please don't rope me in with this. The challenge with letting a guy a jack is that then he does. I feel like we turn this into one of those hot girls yelling at each other podcasts so fast. The problem. We're like fighting in a pool of mud <laughs> and saying a jack. And they're like, they like are maybe MAGA, but then say something nice about abortion. And you're like, I don't know anymore. Like, I just don't know. The thing Wait, with. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go. No, I'm going to be Connor and this that. will I'm be screaming each other. The time. <laughs> <laughs> I do steamroll. No, but tell your point. Okay, your the point. thing with letting a guy a jack is that once you let a guy a jack with you, he doesn't want to hang out with you anymore. And also vice versa, to be honest. Like, I don't necessarily want to a jack with every guy because I know that then it's like going to be like, oh, I maybe want to go home. And so if you're try- if things are romantic, I'm- I hate this so much, whatever. And don't, we can't cut this. But it's kind of like, well, maybe like don't a jack until you actually like know someone's middle name and like what happened to their grandparents. Oh. And the relevance of that to this was is lost on me, and I forgot. <laughs> okay, wait, but I w- let me. I'm gonna push. I'm gonna push on this. So, push. are you saying that because sometimes I think maybe it's just a sexual encounter? So, in that case, would you want to ejaculate? Um, I'm being such a scientist. Do you want to ejaculate? I want people to associate <laughs> me with cum, and obviously. That I regret saying that, but <laughs> no, like, why no would you, don't you butt. want them to be like, oh, you're going to give you're going to give me a nice time. Yeah, I agree. Instead of being like, you're going to blue ball toward me. Yeah. Yes. But I also I, I don't know. I do think I'm ultimately a mind gay. I guess it's like I'm happy to leave having not had that. And in an Jack. OK, for you or for the other person? Kind of both. OK. 
you're being like a there's nothing like after someone at jacks and then just like kind of like feeling out the next steps and it's i'm like, addicted oh. to not leaving though like i'm like gonna like fully I'm stay for like Uber. not even just like hours like several days <laughs> like, i will just like not leave it it's no problem yeah, you've actually you're moving out you have boxes in those like the <laughs> you're like actually can i take over the lease <laughs> no literally really i'm like current, like my current lover i'm living with him right now and it's like i have my own apartment and i've never slept there a single time I'm, and i i have to google the address because i don't know where it is no literally he says i'm gonna come i'm like i'm getting a lift it's one of those ones that's within 10 minutes take your time you know what i mean within 10 minutes, your wait to save <laughs> your wait to save okay wait so so you want to get out of there before he ejaculates because once he does he does you don't think he's gonna want to see you again no that would be an incredible lack of of self-con of course but i do feel like after you're like oh now it's like this like weird thing that we all have to navigate as a human people that we're just like okay so you're saying that sexual encounters are awkward sometimes when i need you to normalize yeah, that's, for, that's for sure yeah that's part of it i do think that i do I do think no, you that. have to just be like, uh, so that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, record scratch. You're probably wondering how I got here. I know. You have to really play into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what is, well, no, I'm not going to say that part. I You're gonna, never awkward, though. That's actually literally true. I'm actually not awkward. You always are just like, you find your way through situations, no problem. I know. And if someone else, if someone thinks I'm awkward, they have a problem. Because yeah. if you're even being like, weird or something it comes off as very charming oh my god <laughs> so if anybody are you fucking kidding me right now are you serious wait can i say that i agree you with say your... it too <laughs> oh right um oh, no, I, yeah you're not i know that was so funny <laughs> Mika, you say, like, you're not awkward and it's like i refuse to agree <laughs> this is like well i'll have things to say on she's like i just met him and he already said a jack and come <laughs> and then made me say it too. it was weird i'm sorry Wait, I feel the same when you're saying I don't want to shit talk celebrities because I'm first of all I, I whenever I am talking to a celebrity it's like I really want to be a peer and not a fan yeah so I really struggle because I'm like I don't want to be like I loved your movie because it's like I'm also like writing stuff too yeah. <laughs> like, girl, I'll see yeah. you on set I did yeah, yeah I agree with that yeah it's it is weird though because there's so many times I've had that so many times with like because I'm sure you guys feel this way too. There's people now that are like around us a lot that I'm like, oh my God, I was a fan of you like just a couple years ago. And it's like so weird to be like in the same, on the same show with you or whatever. And then I want to be like, you changed my life. But it's like, people are like, please don't say that. When I lived in <laughs> Chicago, this is embarrassing. Um, so I DM'd Mateo Lane and I was like, should I move to New York or LA? I swear to God, I've Did never even told you this because it's so embarrassing. He commented on some video that I had that isn't even up there anymore because it's like, what is this video about the parent trap? It was like a lip sync video to the parent trap. <laughs> And then he just commented, New York smiley face. And then I literally like booked my plane like within a month. <laughs> I never told you this. Uh, no. Well, if we ever meet him. That's so Ingrid Goes West vibes. <laughs> Wait, like, that's so true. It's like I ha I know things about these people where it's like I know like who their sister is and yeah. like where they went to college and all this stuff. And then you meet them for the first time. You have to be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. It's so weird. It is weird. Especially people nowadays because like so many people have like are so open on social media they have podcasts like i'm sure anybody that listens to our podcast they know a lot about us no i mean like i've been following you guys for years <laughs> <laughs> i know like i feel that way with geo when geo did the podcast the first time geo he means george severus <laughs> <laughs> he is addicted to using this nickname only <laughs> in private quarters here <laughs> in this weird way i'm obsessed with him but if i see him at the gym i will not say hi 
which I do sometimes. Do you, is, I feel like people are networking at the gym. I need to go to the gym and like airdrop like my my resume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're airdropping your reel. Yeah. <laughs> no, you actually do. Like, well, that's where I see Mateo Lane. And Put I, QR codes up everywhere. Just have people scan goes right to your reel. That's yeah, so smart. Padma Lakshmi goes to my gym. One time I saw her on a wow. Stairmaster next to Ali Wong. Yeah, they were like chatting. what? Yeah, in New York. I swear to God, God my heart. Wish I was dead. What do you go to Equinox? E word. I do go to Equinox, mm. but it's not what you think. It's worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do pay for it. <laughs> yeah, well, how else would you be? Unless you work there, I guess. I do pay for it. And do I regret it? No, I don't regret it because our, our body is our vessel and it's all I have. And I have an well, eating disorder and it helps me okay. when I go to the gym. Well, it's uh, that's okay. Like, Which you would get. Is that I, weird? I feel like we bought it over the No, we did, a, Wait, we did I out you as No. <laughs> that's so funny. God, I mean, like, Wait, I have an eating disorder. Crazy. Someone like you would get something like that. <laughs> about this before. No, but no, obviously, like, I don't have a normal relationship to food, and I don't know how anyone does. But, yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, food slash working out, I don't know how to do it or talk about it in a way that is, I know. isn't, like, so scary. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I haven't fa- met anyone who could talk about it in a way that's wise and isn't, like... I feel like everyone's always hurt people, hurt people whenever yeah. they're talking about food and it's really, out. it's really tricky. I feel like also there's just so much like, especially with like social media and stuff, there's so much content out there about it where it's like just a bunch of mixed messages, people with like interesting, I don't know, other things going on. I don't know. It's hard to like know what to No, but I also, feel. I've always wanted to joke about like food on stage and I think it's like easier for boy because I have a jo- it's subversive I a joke and radical. Yeah, like when you do it, I'm like, that well, that, that's <laughs> interesting. You're like clearing <laughs> the form <laughs> and then when I do it, it's like, I'm like a horrible example for like the little girls out there. Yeah. Wait, literally though, I I love that you said that and I, I, yeah. gav- I got a joke out of you saying that. <laughs> that means the world, I'm glad I could help. But I think, I think it's like, anything if you i don't know i feel like there's got to be a way to i know it's everybody i feel like a lot of comics talk about this that want to talk about that kind of stuff on stage they really like because people tense up so bad about it it's like suicide it's like the like there's things that people oh, are just yeah. automatically going to tense up about and i feel like eating disorders is one i of also want to joke about suicide so badly i think I, you can again okay cool and now obviously it's like <laughs> babe i've earned it I i've done the work <laughs> folks I pointed an air gun at you when you walked in. You know what I mean? I think that we're at this place where it's like we've got to be a little more nuanced in what we accept and don't accept as humor. Yeah, I had a friend who was like a mandated reporter. And if I ever joked being like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill myself. She's like, I got to report that. <laughs> wait, what, wait, what is a mandated reporter? I don't know. I like think an RA. Yeah. Wait, which like a, a narc. School? I don't understand. No, but that's such a good point. Like we were What if adults. in Brooklyn comedy there was a mandated reporter? <laughs> oh, my God. Say who there are three. Be. There ought to One, be. One, two, three. Wait, wait, give me a Bridget. second. <laughs> no true and i trust her to do it i trust her to do a good job bridge we other i lives. always say we need hr and comedy and i'd be I'm, in there every damn day of the you would have reported me for when i said you have an ad design <laughs> no I, we we literally do i wish i mean it's one of the cool things about stand-up is that there is no governing body so like you do have a lot more freedom with what you want to do and can do and, and you can kind of forge no one path. can cancel you but we've tried like, I mean they literally, literally can't I mean, no J- fucking can. what's his shit just won another Grammy who? Dave Chappelle you're kidding uh, for his last album I did wonder what or happened with whatever. but he didn't win the Golden Globe <laughs> the Golden Globe Ricky Gervais so they got them both <laughs> a big win for both of them covering our bases 
it is shout out really fellas good no, job but because we it's good that we obviously government can be bad but then it's like i'm like starting my own private law firm yeah. to like try to crack all the cases in brooklyn of yeah. all like the creepy guys no totally and for some reason i feel like i've become this like unofficial deputy because like deputy because like i'm girl and people say crazy stuff to me so then totally. other people will be like hey you get it so now i like anytime anything weird happens in brooklyn common new york someone's gonna dm me about it and now i'm like wait <laughs> so why you're the mandated literally <laughs> and now i have like a binder full of women and i'm like i don't know what i'm supposed to do with all this men do uh, love to comment on there was a man i remember very vividly commented on your body after you did a set at do you remember that yeah, and you know what it's actually not even just straight guys sometimes it's gay guy oh of course well i've said this before and i'll say it again and i don't mean it um is that <laughs> is that uh like straight guys invented misogyny but gay guys perfected it uh, you should know we, you're not coming to people that believe in gay men <laughs> 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 like we're totally behind you on this you already was heard what we had to say about a jack so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no that's true somebody did come up to me after we're blue balling gay guys and they reported them <laughs> And we're sending them right to your desk. No, but also I'm like, I love gay guys. I'm like, you guys invented me. Like, <laughs> I owe it all to you. I don't know about that. But it is. Um, you could get by without them. Yeah. Gay don't say this. I'm like, we need to edit this all out. True? I'm like, I'm. Do you think straight, well, straight guys are weird and try to objectify you. And then women mm. are maybe threatened. And then gay guys are this weird middle ground where they're not either of those I things think for you. That, I mean, I feel like gay men, in my experience with people being weird, it's like straight men do it because they literally always can do whatever they want and also because they have like a like a lot of times it's like sexually predatory but then i feel like gay guys do it in a way that's just like actually michelle wolf has a, i think it's michelle wolf or beth stilling i'm so sorry to both of them because one of them has a great joke about it where it's oh, like oh women are the same <laughs> i watched their specials like too close together but one of them was saying like they should win those awards we just discussed literally yeah they were so good but it was like i think it was michelle wolf she was like when a gay guy is mean you're like oh, you're not even getting anything out of this. It's just for the love of the game. You're just <laughs> negging me for the love of the game. And it's like, that's how it feels. It's like, why are you just being yeah. a dick to be a dick? No, yeah, that's it's like, yeah, it's like they're commenting on your body and it's like, but we're not even going to kiss. Right, it's like, you're not even getting anything out of this. So what are you, like, at least I understand where the fucked up straight guy is coming from. Yeah. Especially on stage. <laughs> like, they do that on stage. To me? No, yeah, gay guys. Yeah, but I I'm like I am like they're like my fan base, so I'm like I actually need them. I'm not like the ones that do it to you on stage. They're not your fan base. They're your competitors. They're and my, my rivals. Competitors. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely think people do love to like. It's so interesting because it's like, have you heard of lying or have you heard of like not saying anything? Right. But instead, people are gonna have to be like, "Whoa, your skirt is so short." Like after every set I do, and I'm like, God forbid somebody say I'm funny. It's like, I'm like, literally, you won't like, you won't burst into flames if you say <laughs> I have a good set. <laughs> but instead, everyone's always like, love your outfit, and I'm like, thanks. It's also like, grow up. What is this middle yeah. school? Like, what? That's really still what you have to say to a woman. I'm just like, I'm also so sorry that I raised. I was like, remember that one time that guy does that weird thing to you, and I was like, sat there and was a bystander. Anyway, <laughs> no, your silence was violence, <laughs> and your um, silence was definitely you're in the book too. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're across the desk. The gay guy from the story is like reveal, pull off the mask, and was Connor the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I do think it is like so middle school. I always say like the like misogyny I face is like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's so like, whoa, this is so vintage. Yeah, it's like a period piece. Literally, I know it's crazy how sometimes like it is. It really does shoot you back, and you're like, "What? I can't believe this is still where we're at with this kind of stuff." Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying. Like, I also know that my life is easy and charmed. I'm not trying to always be like, "It's so hard to be me," because it's like. You it's love the movie Uptown Girls, right? 
Yeah, I'm like. When you said charmed, there's a song in it called The Charmed Life. And it's like, charmed life. And there's <laughs> one line in it that's like, Crayola skies for a thousand miles. I'm going to send it to you after this. <laughs> but I would love life. you to do a cover of it and then send <laughs> me that. All I want is an album. All I want is an album. Listen, Matt Rogers walks so you can fly. I, yes. I, I just oh don't know how I would write God. songs. Like, I don't have that bone in my body. Maybe Taylor can write you a Connor's version. Do you think she's writing? She's writing so many. That maybe yeah, she some would. despair. Yeah, she could yeah. probably she could I probably know. dig up a couple hits for you. There are times like, is it over now? I was like, why didn't you just have this in a closet for eleven years? Incredible! It changed my freaking life. I am scared to ever say anything about Taylor Swift because then a teenager will like yes. dox me and my oh, family. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know, I know. So many people. If anybody that's ever posted like a joke online about any anything, even talking about her, it's like the kids flock. <laughs> they flock. Thank. God, this, I hope this They're all never like computer, like Swifties are like computer scientists. We need to like get them in the government. <laughs> They're so smart. I think whoever's running her like little Easter eggs is also working for QAnon. I think that's <laughs> one in the same. I told you, Tree Pain, who's a hot Jen Pisaki, and someone who, oh, yeah. One person at home, most people will be like, we don't know what you're talking about, but one person will Tree love Pain. it so much, I'd say it again. You know what I mean? I'm scared. Three like red dots are appearing on her foreheads. <laughs> We're all going to be sniped right <laughs> now. Oh, Tree so Pain. They're They're they've got the building surrounded. <laughs> that's her marketing girl right there. Doesn't she look like the lady that ran Biden's? press office for a while. She also looks like a Chivroy type. Oh. You're talking about the blazer, which you said was beautiful, which I don't disagree with. I mean, it's just, it's very blue. It is a pretty blue. I'm not trying to bully you, but you have a cliff bar like truly raw on the couch. That's your way of telling my mom that my eating disorder is doing good. <laughs> I'm doing good. I have cliff bar. That cliff bar is the eating it's disorder. It's just that it's unwrapped. <laughs> for a listener, it's unwrapped, like truly being like raw dogged onto the couch. Laying just on like, the couch. what's going on? Wait, I'm so. Everyone, like, let's This is it. like when we disagreed about. Okay, let me know your thoughts on this. Would you Please. ever put your phone just <gasps> flat on the subway seat? Oh, I've put like my full holes flat on the subway seat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I see people do that. I, I see a lot of people do that where they'll just put their phone on the subway seat. Would you do that? Put my phone. I wouldn't no, put like my phone so out picky. any, but not for a dirty reason. It's just like we are always under attack yeah. in this town. I feel bad because I'm like put, like touching at like all the subway poles and then like putting my full fist in my mouth. <laughs> like it's yeah. so bad. No, and that's why you'll never be system. sick. <laughs> Your yeah. system is working. It's strong as hell. <laughs> you are. Not, I won't say OCD, but you are very aware of that. Uh, germs. I sat on your bed one time, not in a weird way, literally at all. At least it didn't feel that way to me. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm o I'm o I'm mind OCD. The one where you're like, you have to like knock five times or else you turn gay. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah. never gay. It's never about me. It's always about whether or not my dad will live or die. Totally. Always. It's like if the, I don't do this, then my dad will die. And it's uh, like, can I, I had die? a little bit of that when I was a kid. That's so mm, scary. But it doesn't really manifest that way for me anymore. And then when someone told me that there were all these universes and every time there was a possibility of this happening or this happening, we got a new universe. I was like, oh my God, my dad's going to die so many times. <gasps> and it's, yeah, it's hard. But mine is so selfish. Mine is always like, if you don't do this, like you won't be on HBO. Oh. <laughs> no. I keep dead, ma dead I naming. Is it Max that. now? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it? Dead naming HBO. Max Sorry, I think it's still alive and Max. kicking. But I sat on your bed and you were like, "Were you on the subway today?" As if I would. I, of course, I, I'm in New York. Of course, what do you? How do you? I'm getting around. I didn't know if you walked. Run, bike, yeah. car. No. Yeah. But I wasn't. I got up real fast. Mm. Well, you know, I just can't have those germs on my sweet bed. No, and I agree with that. You're like my outside pants on my indoor bed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a no shoes house. I, I like to keep my space 
Okay, so you guys are bullying me because my Uggs are on? No, no, uh, no. The no. Uggs stay on during sex. <laughs> <laughs> the difference between our houses is that I've got a piece of wood sticking up over there on the ground. Connor's really, a, it's a liability around here. You These are the original know. floors. These floors were here when we learned about AIDS and World War One. you know? Mm. These are the OG. They've never been changed. They're pre-war. They're pre-war. This is buildings from 1904. I love the Mary Beth Brown joke of pre-war. Where it's like, it's always pre-war because we're always about to like fight a war. <laughs> Literally. That girl is so smart she is mm-hmm. should we do our questions should we get going what's the boys club you you can do either order what's the boys club you are not a part of okay 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 um i'm scared okay wait i want to talk about something but i'm scared of like it being a pr nightmare about what i want to talk about we will not edit it i'm just kidding <laughs> say whatever you want we'll <laughs> yeah if we, if, okay. it, if we end up wanting to cut it we can cut um, it no problem um oh wait and it could be either one first yeah because the one I wanted to talk about that I'm a part of is a little bit like Ivy League elite institutions. Hell yeah. But I know that's like embarrassing because most people who go to those schools, like we obviously pretend that we didn't <laughs> um, and we lie about nightmare? it. This is a PR nightmare. Oh, it's fine. Okay, but Connor, I don't trust you because tr- you've been we trying to sabotage me. You're, no, not no. Our, you're not our first Ivy League. Uh, we had, uh, let's you see. You know Freddie? We had Freddie. Oh, let's dox them. Do you think it's subversive that I went to Yale? Bleep that out. Geo. <laughs> Wasn't Geo Ivy? Stanford. My thing with Stanford, I think it should be Ivy. And I think there's something I've recently only learned that you it's not. You sound so ignorant. Because Ivy is a tree, apparently, that's only on the East Coast. That feels weird. Uh, so I don't think It that does we have to do with the region. I think like the Ivy League is very... It's also like... it's a. Uh, they're some of the first ever colleges. Yeah, it's, it's about so then history and like time. A, okay, but history and time are inherently bad. Like, yeah, for no, sure. I never said Ivy Leagues are good. <laughs> <laughs> They're bad. Wait, and wait, I always mix them up. Which one did you? You did. Don't tell me. Yale. Yeah, I went to Yale. Okay, she did say that moments ago. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely listen to women. I just because we said bleep it out doesn't mean it didn't just happen. <laughs> but the thing is, I, the like, bulldogs. People think I'm stupid, and I know that because I was wearing a Yale sweatshirt, and somebody came up to me and said, "I love your costume." What? <laughs> They're like, "That is such a funny bit, girlfriend." And I was like, "Wait, yeah, rock did they on. Add, crazy. Someone said that to you? Yeah. Did it say kale? No, I would never have that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. Do you know the girls that do that? <laughs> yeah, that's, Wait, on that's a way boys' out. club. That's Those girls literally need to eat something normal. I eat a cliff bar. A loose naked cliff bar. That um. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, no. I don't think you should be embarrassed about going to jail. It's not your fault. You're a genius. Well, no, it's not. See, that's not necessarily what that means. Going to school, some of the dumbest people I've ever met went to Yale. For sure. Name, name them. Name, <laughs> name them. I know because they're like going to be president. You think so? I, that's how that works. I felt that about, uh, I went to Wake Forest, which is, uh, they always said, was a top 30 university, no, which it's like school. nobody's counting that far. And <laughs> what are we, 29? Like, why are we saying top 30? Anyway. I bet in the South you're number one. No, Duke, probably. You think, well, I just feel like that's a different school. Vanderbilt, also really good. Well, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a different school. <laughs> I mean, like, it's for a different type of So, person. in my opinion, Duke is a different school yeah. from Wake Forest. <laughs> well, you're right. Wake Forest is for rich idiots. Um, <laughs> That's such a skill where you can, like, seem controversial, but, like, by, like, phrasing a sentence like that. And then you're like, that person's brave <laughs> and has a lot of opinions. That's how you win dates. Well, I... But then you're never really saying anything. I, growing up, I had, like, a hard home life, no problem. And um, thank you to the whole team. Like, you did your best. <laughs> but I was like, I have to get out of this no-good town, yeah. which was L.A. And that's why... Which I, is a no-good town. Yeah, I'm like, this tiny, small town. I'm <laughs> suffocating. And that's why, I, like, I studied really hard and was like, I have to go to Yale. But that was like, no one made me do that. Like, Gilmore I, Girls. Yeah. 
Did, is that what 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 drew you to Yale? That over was the my others? story. Oh, it was literally because uh, on on Gossip Girl, Blair was like, "I want to go to Yale." Oh and yeah. I was like, and then they're like, "We oh, actually yeah. can't film on side New York." So and then they were like, here. "You're going to NYU," and she was like, "What?" Yeah, they were NYU parentheses derogatory. <laughs> I know. Literally, <laughs> didn't she go to Columbia them. and then transfer to NYU? They literally were like, we can't go uptown anymore. Something like that. <laughs> it was, it was That's so the best strange. show ever because they're constantly going from literally like Bushwick to Columbia and being like, hey, just wanted to say hi. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So In the new one, like the teacher's like taking the F train from Coney Island. It's like, no, 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 no to the Upper West Side. I don't think so. Um, I'm obsessed with the new Gossip Girl because they're, it's so funny. Like there's one episode where they're like hooking up during a protest, like for like unhoused people. Oh, and they're like no. making out in the smoke bombs. Yes. And I'm like, that's totally Gen Z. You <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> I see Thomas Doherty at my gym sometimes. He's do? always doing backflides and he looks really nice, but almost like too handsome in a way where I want you to look also human. He's or a hot. something. He's so hot. Pansexual one or whatever. Totally. <gasps> that guy's so hot. Yeah. You want people to be I like hot Evan but Mott, look too. Human. They're both really hot. They are hot. That was mm. a hot. I liked the reboot. I know it was crazy. It was wild, but it was hot. Couldn't sure. follow it, but I did like it. Yeah. It moved at the speed of light. I literally <laughs> had to take Adderall to fit, like have seven <laughs> computer screens and like a team of interns to be like, what? It is also happening? had like six episodes, and they were like, we're not making any more for a minute. <laughs> I was like, what happened? I wonder if it was like maybe COVID, and then they had to stop. But like, I you, feel like. Oh wait, I love my favorite crazy. line is when Aki goes to his dad. He goes, "I'm not gay. I'm bi." And I'm like, that's <laughs> so cool. Wait, there's also like you've heard A B story, you've heard B story, you've even heard C story, but have you heard A through Z? Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, that's Gossip Girl <laughs> reboot. Yeah. My favorite part is when they had, this is not anti-thruple. We're very pro-thruple. So if this sounds anti-thruple, please speak up. Please. But the whole thing was that the two people in the thruple didn't want to come out as being in a thruple. And then the one was okay to come out as being in a thruple. And then the person was like, you know, you want to come out. You're ready to come out because you've always been queer. You've lived uh, this life your whole life. Whereas if you've been in the shadows, it's harder to be who you are. About the people in the thruple. And I was like, that's so, so such a affirming. They it's, were like thruple rights. I know. And also I love that their justification. It was like, A, he's gay. And it's also like, and what's more? Two gay dads. It's like it's like yeah, yes. not his first rodeo. <laughs> Thruple's not gonna throw him for a loop. I didn't realize year. how much of this you watched. When did you watch all? Like it? all six episodes. God, I, I would talk to you about it every day. I don't you. even remember. My sisters were watching it, and so I started watching it, and then I was like, I felt the same way. I was like, well, this is a wild ride. I, I gotta strap in. You can just admit you watched it. <laughs> <laughs> my sisters True. were watching it, and I was like walking by. You're so right. I'm like, I guess I'll watch that. That's like so my dad, just like standing in the doorway, yeah. just being like, what is this glee? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that teacher so fruity? <laughs> <laughs> when I went on a date at Fort Green Park with one of the writers from that show, actually. From Glee? No. From, I mean, say, I went on a date 45? with 45. I'm like, <laughs> to be like, I like dated Ryan Murphy. <laughs> I would date Ryan Murphy. I would do anything for a sliver of power in this world, honestly. That's real. That's honest. Yeah. Of but course. no, this guy wasn't that. He had to be 30, and he was like, um, totally Who nice. wrote for Gossip Girl? Because I'm like, yeah. he unfortunately, like, um, that did a bad job well <laughs> i'm just like he needs a doctor yeah <laughs> well he has one is my sense <laughs> he's well medicated you got it i was a first date i was like are you, you medicated ask, and of he, course he seemed to be doing fine he was really he thought my side bracelet was so funny and i was like don't laugh at my side <laughs> bracelet. just identifying yourself i'm just kind of managing your expectations here <laughs> <laughs> it's right there my oh that's the one he's like oh what a funny bit and you're like right <laughs> <laughs> you cover your kale sweatshirt <laughs> 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 so you you went to be in the, oh yeah in the, in the footsteps of Blair Waldorf. Yeah, it's the thing about Yale is so fascinating because it'll like be like my bullies now work for the New York Times. Totally. They're like in the press. If I ever do a one woman show, I'm gonna get panned. I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking screwed. Wait, did you have enemies in college? 
Yeah, I mean. You weren't doing it right if you weren't making a couple enemies in college. I know. I know. That's true. People love to hate me and they hate to love me. <laughs> what can I say? I don't know who my enemies would be in college. I think it was just like once every month I would post something crazy about all the girls and then I would move on. I'm sorry. I'm going to need to learn more. Yeah. What do you mean? I just feel like Elon was post like. on what? Sororities are stupid. I'm not. I For can't sure. pretend they're not. And like these girls were so obsessed with them. And now they work either at Fox News or at Edelman PR. And. They used to always go to this house called like Plantation, which is like actually Yikes. was racist at the time and it's racist now. And we like, I think, knew enough information in, I don't know the year that that was to <laughs> know that it was racist. Like I, like not to brag, I was a raging elk, but I was like, this is crazy. And I was yeah. like, that's why my dad's like, you're like a different person now. And I was like, well, kind of, because I was also <laughs> a really good person. I was still then. getting things done then. <laughs> I was still meeting with the registrar and like my <laughs> administrators about it. Like that was always crazy. And like those, I feel like so many people like really engage in like really crazy behaviors that were never remotely held accountable for that in college. And that's actually all I have to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I and think now they listen to my podcast. I bet. <laughs> Do you feel like people rude the day about you? I, w- I always want people to rue the day about me. I feel that all the time. I have such a vengeful, like, <laughs> spirit about things sometimes where I'm like, you are, g- like, I hope you saw that. And I hope that, like, I-, I feel that about a lot of people all the time. Just had a physical reaction. You remember in Midnight Rain? He never thinks of me except when I'm on TV. <laughs> Is that Taylor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, remember. <laughs> I okay well Brought I also you by Cliff Bar. <laughs> I work as a tutor for like to help kids get into college like I'm part of the college admission scandal kind of <laughs> <laughs> I like edit them into <laughs> photos of like them rowing <laughs> you like, literally do like not that part but like, not you do, that like, part but I kind of do the other part yeah um so I know that it's a scam and it's a racket I'm like honey it pays my bills <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's not it's obviously evil and unfair yeah. is it nice to work with the youth um absolutely not yeah high school that's tough well it's also like these aren't the cool ones these are like the like the rich kids that are mean towards me and like really want to go to an ivy league yeah but live in new york city also like i really see firsthand that like the education in this country is not good these kids cannot read no (laughs) they can't write a sentence it's bad it's bad i can't imagine i don't think i would know how to like act adequately like judge a high schooler's writing oh well it's so fun because we're doing the like common app essays which is trauma porn yeah so you get to be like so what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you <laughs> <laughs> so mom and dad they split up what's going on no but that's people always write about their divorce and i'm like call me when you like when something actually bad happens to you <laughs> or when they write about depression i'm like i'm not waking up for anything less than like bipolar <laughs> sorry oh my god i remember in college are like in, or not college sorry in high school are like college you know counselor who was like getting everybody ready for applications and stuff did like a you know assembly thing and she was talking to us about that exact thing of like every basically being like do not trauma dump they've seen it all they've seen worse than you guys could bring and people were like offended they were like they don't know my story and i'm like everybody here is so rich shut the fuck up like, no <laughs> this i every year i have five kids be like i'm this is really hard to say and it's hard to admit but I'm allergic to peanuts. <laughs> you know where they wanted trauma dumping? I think when I tell people I worked at our X bar, they're like, we don't care. And I'm like, no, no, no. If you lived in Chicago four years ago, it was the most competitive work environment. Wow. It was extremely hard to get a job there. And we all got Patagonia at not just the blazers, but like the bags. So it was like a really, yeah. That was a scandal at student government what? at Yale because they used the funds to buy them all Patagonia <laughs> jackets. Uh, <laughs> that is fucked up. 
that Wait. said kale across the back. That is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, that is a slur in my community. <laughs> um, but in my interview, I was like, I'm an alcoholic. I got uh, like, I was like, I'm an alcoholic. And like, I was in jail. And like that, like the resilience of that has given me the, the, the knowledge to know that I can do anything. Mm-hmm. Even grow your influencer marketing. <laughs> even and not limited to. Yes. And then <laughs> Vertical I got the marketing strategy. And then I did get laid off, but not for performance. But it was, um, it was the best for looks. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> we out. No, and that, that's Ouch. not true. Ouch. You're so, so hot. And by that, no. you meant for being too cute. Can I yeah. say something? For being too cute. I for am, being distracting. I'm hot now. Check up on me in 18 months, is all I'm going to say to you. Check up on me in 18 months. Check in, up in 18 months. Okay. I got yeah. like a, I got a two year plan. Wow. Really? Yeah. I'm also like, I was focusing originally on like the mind and the craft, and that was a huge mistake. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter literally at all. All you have to do, like you said, you want to get off your phone. I My New Year's resolution is to be on my phone so much more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's all we have. But anyway, what I was going to say is oh, sometimes with the common apps, they do have a great story. Like this one girl was burned head to toe, <gasps> H to T. Uh-huh. I was like. <laughs> He was burned H to T. Or this other one had a brain tumor. And I'm like, you're so fucking lucky. You're going to go wherever you want. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. But I would be interested to know, like, I feel like if I read a high schooler's essay, obviously it's going to be bad compared to like Also, Yale takes the common app. No offense. I'm like, I'm surprised they're not like test optional. They are. say optional. Who's your dad? There's, is (laughs) it? No. I had my friend made like the, the commencement speech and he did see something where it's like, what's cool about Yale is it doesn't matter who your dad is or how much money you have (laughs) or what you look like. All of those things matter. (laughs) I think Elon should stop taking the common, no, they should start taking the common app because their admit acceptance rate has really gone up since I graduated. And I don't, I don't hold myself responsible for that. But I, maybe I do, but like I, <laughs> so like it's a clearly like less competitive of a school and it's like you have to, they don't take the common app. It's like you have to just try to get, you have to have a task force on how to get more applications in the door. You know, totally you want, you want it to be easy to apply so the number goes yes, down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Someone needs to get their fucking ducks in a row over there. Yeah. I regret, like, I was so psycho about school to what? Being an open my comedian? <laughs> like, why did I do that? I know it is all, f- um... Not in vain, but I, it is like, what else? I mean, you have to learn other things at school, I guess. It's really not about the academics. College was rehab, to be honest. Yeah. The first year was total. Well, no, the last three years were like literally the kind of rehab vibes. But I, I don't know. I think about that sometimes. Like, what did I learn in those four years? It was like a microcosm of the world and with people who but I mostly like don't weird, speak to anymore. But it's a weird microcosm because it's not a microcosm. It's like a, it's You're like, right. It's like, a, it's like a curated microcosm that's like just people that look like you. Where everything is safe. To you. I yeah. know. It's also like, I'm from... Um, LA. I did bring that up already, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember them from LA Where and actual LA. You're like from Brentwood? No, Venice Beach. Oh. So don't talk to me like that nice. ever again. Wait, I went to a workout class there once. Congrats. It was called Studio MDR. You know it? Yeah, I've heard of it. Okay. She lied. <laughs> 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 um, but like East Coast culture is so different from West Coast because uh, like things matter. Like everyone's trying to like prove something about like culture and art and the books they've read. And on the West Coast, it's just like, do you have giant tits, a banging <laughs> ass? Like I did not know what like the status signifiers were. Ah. Wait, that's going to be hard for us. Yeah. On the West Coast. I'm a mind. No, no. <laughs> the, the plan is 20s, New York, 30s, LA, 40. Kill yourself, <laughs> obviously. Wait, I'm nervous because I'll be 30 in less than five years. So, like, I'm <laughs> nervous about that. that Me too, if that is helpful for you. Yeah, and also, <laughs> m- well, I'm like, I can't wait to turn 21 next year <laughs> and be legal. 
I don't know. Like age is so beautiful, obviously, and I'm obviously excited to continue. No, to you're grow a boy. Age. You can. Boys are allowed to age. Like, yeah. I told you, in 18 months, I will be 11. Like I will, I will be 11. I'm. No, wait. it's so devastating to age. Like I, when you watch reality shows, and it's like on The Bachelorette, a girl will be like, "This is my last shot at love," and it's like you're 22. Yeah, I know. It's also like I'm sorry, but I, I imagine that the odds are better in Houston. You came here. There's 30 of you, For and there's one. one of him. And this last night, literally last night, I, I didn't catch all of it. I didn't catch all of it. I got shit to do. If I caught all of it, you'd be like, "What's going on?" But I caught <laughs> part. I got the end. I love the end. I love seeing someone get eliminated. <laughs> and I he love to watch a woman cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like microdosing like, pain. You, if you love that. You'll love hanging out with me. <laughs> and she's like, I just like need to go back somewhere to find love, and I know that I can't do that here. Yeah, because he eliminated you, and yeah. it's like go home. Wow. Reclaiming it as it was your yes. choice. Yes. Really these spinning were, the story well. These were always going to be crazy odds. You have to wait. There's a quote in this book. This book. This is microdosing inspiration, but even Brave some of the enough. quotes in this are too long <laughs> to read. To be honest, <laughs> like that's long for a quote book. It's like if I wanted a novel, I'd fear. It's noble. <sighs> wow. But there's one quote in this that's kind of like, don't give it all up for the quarterback. Don't don't have sex under the whatever. Don't do the, don't be the girl that you think now, everyone wants you to be. Is this a quote book from the Catholic Church? What is this? No, uh, it's from Cheryl Strait. Yeah, what? <laughs> don't fuck Cheryl the quarterback. <laughs> Connor's um, bookshelf has five copies of Bossy Pants. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Re- wait, no, I'm counting through. one, two. Yep, that's five Bossy. It's pants. more like every self help book, but then also every gay book at the same <laughs> yes, time. Yes, anything where um, also there's there's definitely two Jack Kerouacs on there somewhere. And then um, I have one in my room. So three in the I have it on my nightstand. You, you gotta keep them everywhere, kind of like rosaries. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, should we uh, do our next? What's the voice cut that you are not Wait, but I, I do want everyone to know that I don't endorse institutions, and I don't think meritocracy is real, and they are bad. Yes. Even though I, I, like, I'm part of the problem. It's all imperfect. And unfor- I feel like that's something, like, I was um, talking to my dad about this because he's, uh, he's a head of the, like, surgery department at his old hospital, so he was, like, dealing with a lot of, like, the applicants and stuff, and they've taken... In medical school, it's all pass-fail now um, because people were, like, complaining about it being, like, too stressful and too rigorous and stuff, and he's like, well, it's hard now because of it, now that everything's pass-fail, how are we to judge people other than being like, well, this person went to Duke and this person went to Savannah State or whatever, and it's like, well, I guess we'll take a chance on, like, the institution that's better, but it doesn't necessarily reflect the candidate at all because... Somehow that feels worse for... Exactly. So it's the same thing when they're, like, taking away, like, talking about the SAT. It's like, well, not everybody has, like, resources to, you know, study for the SAT. Totally true, but it's like, okay, well, we take that away. We're not really fixing the problem. We're just creating another way for there to be injustice for there not to... Like you're saying, not a meritocracy ever at all. So, no, anyway... No, it's scary. And also, it's, this, it's like, these kids start so young. Like, I used to work for this website called ilearnworld.com, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy. Like, it's so hard to put that on your LinkedIn. Um, but... <laughs> and these kids are starting in, like, fourth grade, fifth grade to try to, like, get their resumes ready to go to college, which is, like, so sad. It's like, go, like, eat a popsicle. Literally. Oof. Learn, like, do anything but think about college. Jesus. That was hard because I was I was also tutoring some kids in Beijing. So I was living on Beijing time. Oh. And I would wake up at, like, 4 a.m. and be like, who's ready to learn? <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. And it's also hard because, like, culturally <laughs> it's different. But I, like, respect that. And I'm not going to, like, push any of, like, my American agenda. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But we would, <laughs> we would have to write essays or, or like, do debates. I remember this one girl was like, here's why antidepressants are bad. And if you take them, you're weak. And I was like... <laughs> Right. And me like pushing my Lexapro <laughs> out of the frame. <laughs> yeah, no, like, let's Don't look over here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I want to be on meds, but I'm not on meds. I hope she gets into Harvard, that girl. Um, okay, let's do our Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, the next question. What's a boys club that you are a part of, not a part of? That I'm not a part of. Because you were Ivy League. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That one could have theoretically gone in either bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I know it's not a meritocracy, but I actually earned it. (laughs) No, you did. (laughs) Um, Oh, I guess, like, and this is boring. It just, because I was thinking, I don't really, like, have, like, hobbies or interests. I'm assuming people are, like, like, uh, cooking or (laughs) they talk. It's always um, one fun one, one one that doesn't make sense, and then one that's, like, climate change. (laughs) And then one that's, like, a callback. (laughs) Oh, wait, I just did this comedy show. It was, like, Chris Murphy's show where he asked all these questions of like who are you rooting for and who are you rooting against and i kept being like i love paris hilton um because i love that like she shows her like midriff and her ass and then the next p- people were being like we have to stop racial injustice <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to have a balance on the lineup totally 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 <laughs> that was my bad um so i do i guess the club i, I know that i'm part of comedy but not s- i feel um disrespected at every turn <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's a gender thing absolutely and it's not just a gender thing it's like a femme thing I, me and yeah. esther phallic every day wake up and we're like the femme phobia in this town it's is bad. running amok it's bad people really because somebody came up to me they're like oh you you like people are weird to you because you're a girl but also you're like the most girl and i think it's because i'm like girl who like really wears tiny skirt and um, has long hair and talks about kissing on the mouth, and that makes people really mad at me. People are really want w- wish I was dead. Yeah. Just does that make sense? <laughs> this <laughs> is a dialogue, and we're allowed to say things that then the other two people tell us are wrong, right? Yes. I'm so scared. <laughs> Do I? Am I on the receiving end of that? I was gonna. Okay, so I didn't want to break this to you, but you experience femphobia. <laughs> Wait, do you think that? Uh, I mean, it's uh, I, I probably. I mean, th- I think that that's definitely a part of homophobia and like absolutely. I obviously mean, obviously, like you know, we were talking about Esther. Like, trans misogyny is incredibly real. I mean, my reality as a trans person versus like trans women is completely different. And completely obviously, different. it is crazy for me. Obviously, I'm there is homophobia and transphobia. <laughs> it's funny for me to be like, so you guys have it easy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 all like really complicated though because like there are certain rooms where like I would have. You know, like where people are not going to give me a hard time, especially now, like if I pass enough, like when people don't necessarily know, like it's a totally different world than I would have experienced even like a couple years ago. Yeah, of course. Well, I bring this tweet up every day where Helena is that hot girl on Twitter and she's also a genius girl. And she tweeted being like something like a girl will say something and a guy would be like, wow, it'd be so funny if someone said that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you feel like you experienced it? I mean, I definitely... I feel really weird in rooms of all cis straight men. Like, so weird. I mean, who doesn't? For sure. (laughs) Even they do. If you're comfortable, that's like a red flag. Yeah. And I wonder, is it like, is it weird? Is that I'm gay? Or is it that I'm like, hi, um, I have two gay brothers. And sometimes people are like, which one's the gayest? And then I was in Catholic school and this nun took me to her office. And was like, like, I for sure lean into those aspects of myself or whatever. And I'm like, if I was, it, there definitely are gay men and I, that I wonder if they wouldn't feel as strange in such room because they use their personhood differently. Does that yeah. make sense? M- yeah. More masked femme. I do think there's yeah. something about mask that like people take more seriously comedically sometimes than femme. Yeah. I, 
and by the way, like almost everything I say is not true. My name's Connor. I'm gay. <laughs> I used to be queer. And then I grew the fuck up. No, the number <laughs> of times where I'm like, should I just wear pants? Should I just wear a big shirt and pants? If I wear a big shirt and pants, I'm like, honey, I would be on a one-way train to Hollywood. But I like, I always like your aesthetic with it. I think it, it like brings a lot to your overall the vibe. vibe. Yeah. It that's makes why. me feel ugly, honestly. And that's like, why I do it. <laughs> <laughs> You can start dressing differently. No, it sucks because I, I've created brand. a prison where now I have to like be wearing like a full corset and petticoat to like every open mic. Like, Wait, but honestly though, if you <laughs> if you showed up in a sweater, like I think it would be so shocking. No, I have sat on like, the stool too, just like full like <laughs> stripped down. No, be, no yeah. it's like acoustic. It's me being like I'm unplugged. This is tiny desk. <laughs> like when it's two boys, it's like they're friends. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's yeah, so like, funny what's so funny about that <laughs> yeah the it, it does suck how much like even you know i feel like there's been a lot of like forward movement generally and i mean not very fast but in stand-up obviously even from just like a couple a decade ago or so i think obviously like there's more queer com- comedy there's more comedy from women and stuff and like but at the same time it is does still feel like we're in 1955 and it's like why are people still being openly misogynistic and like so clearly like i mean like even like lineups you see and stuff it's like sometimes you'll see lineups not a w- single woman and it's like and th- they'll, they'll, they'll be like but right? there's a gay guy and i'm like i have horrible news a gay guy is not a woman <laughs> and i'm like you might want to sit down for this one time i heard a guy say that um somebody made a comment about the fact that there wasn't any woman on the lineup and then this guy said well she's hosting so she's going up like eight times <gasps> <laughs> I was like, you did not just say that. You did not just say that. He's like, she's yapping and yapping and yapping. <laughs> she keeps going back at them like, you hired her to do that. I'm well, she it. won't get off the damn stage going up between everybody like we asked her to. Like, <laughs> Okay, not to be like, um, like such a, I feel like I've said seven, not to front porch. Well, I'm going to front porch, but like I've said like seven times on this thing. It's like, I did an amazing thing that one time. Okay, so, but I do feel like I, like before whenever someone would like make a weird joke about like gay or whatever, I'd like laugh so people knew that I wasn't mad. And lately, if I think a joke is weird, I'll like kind of go like, to everyone, I'll be like, or I'll like hit Michael Abber and be like, <laughs> like that literally yesterday. And then I'll be like, oh, we're allowed to let people try Literally things. sounding the alarm. We're like, <laughs> and now Michael like, Abber in the stomach yes. and he's going, oh my God. No, this is every <laughs> open mic people make fun of like anal sex. And then every time I have to go up and be like, friendly reminder, anal sex is not funny. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also whenever people are always like, oh, it's it, me that's making so many. No, no. It's like, it's I more know, when straight guys are like, I'm scared of poop. And I'm like, hey guys, we have the technology to do this. We do. Yeah. We put a man on the moon. We can fuck your ass. Yeah. No problem. Okay. Gay as a punchline is really coming back too in a way that's, insane yeah insane it's like yeah. is it 2004 again i'm no like, it's so literally confused. like we're back in the it's like the youtube comments of being like that's gay literally <laughs> i know the number of people who use gay as a pun i just can't i can't believe it so i there is this weird juxtaposition where it's like you're supposed to let people try and fa- fail loudly on stage at an open mic and also people can't say crazy shit like that's ins- no so but like I mean, what's the line between that we've all done plenty of open mics at this point and none of us have ever gotten up there and said something like profoundly insane oh wait like people definitely like i i'm sure i've said things before i'm like well actually i don't know if i need to do a joke about that but like like i mean i've never made a mistake (laughs) (laughs) i accidentally implied that lesbians don't do penetrative sex on stage um about a week ago and then i said oh my god i'm so that was so reductive i actually i'm genuinely sorry i didn't mean that and whatever and then moved on and i said actually it's pretty woke that i said it was reductive don't you think (laughs) and he's like pretty aware of me so like that was the worst i've ever done 
See, and that was almost perfect. <laughs> well, open mics are so funny because they'll always start by being like, no homophobia, no sexism, no transphobia. And then it will happen and they won't say a damn thing. Nope. Nope. <laughs> like, That's like, why we need Bridget in the wings with like a fucking um, headset. Take the board. pole and just <laughs> yank people off the stage. <laughs> Oh yeah, like, totally like trap door or like just a piano falls on them. Oh, yeah, it like, should be like Bridget Steeler's choice how you want to take them out. <laughs> it's like okay, so these three people need to agree that this what this person said is bad, and they all provide their military code, and then that person gets nuked out of off the stage. <laughs> if they all agree, they're like this actually was not okay. I know they should just have like little like things that they can hold up and just be like. Yeah, like a yellow card, like a, <gasps> and a red card, and you're out of there. And we talked about this with Marsha Belsky years ago, and but I think it is. I think it's. I, I do think, and I don't want to assign guys to this. It's whatever people. Um, they like they know that part of comedy is shock, and they mm. get lost on the road to shock. They never go past shock to like humor uh-huh but for whatever reason shock is enough yes. to them and to audience it's weird okay so i like i don't understand sometimes people will have a joke and it actually the punchline is good and politically like fine but the setup is like supposed to make you uncomfortable like you're gonna be like worried they're gonna about to say something bad and i'm like is that worth it for those like 25 seconds that yeah. every marginalized person has to sit there and be scared yeah for your like lame punchline Literally. you know when people are gonna be like i like I think my uh, girlfriend is a bitch when she's sad because I want her to be happy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, <laughs> it's why, like, why even do the first part? Why? That was scary. Like, um, yeah. it's so scary, right? Where they're like, I hate women when they can't vote. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. No, you that, got me. <laughs> that is so true. And, like, there's so many. And, like, yeah. You so just did a whole man's day's work. <laughs> literally. And, honestly, they wouldn't even be that funny. Like, it's, yeah. the The number of guys who, like, just like you're saying they just say the most shocking it's like it's literally the penis game from middle school so true. it's just saying penis as loud as you can and trying to get away with it and it's like that's not that was well i also think they want to talk about like the hot button topics but it's like well you're gonna have to do the work like if you want to talk about exactly, gay exactly. i'm sorry you're gonna have to like the work starts at home yeah you yes, gotta do it yeah. and we just say one time is enough yeah and it's like all you gotta do is just like literally get a little bit educated enough to even like speak on these things in a because you can always tell the difference between somebody who like is coming at it from a place of love and like wanting to be totally respectful and somebody who's just talking about the issue to talk about the issue and to like be like look what i'm talking about and like that's how i feel sometimes okay this one time this guy was like connor's whole set was about being gay and i'm like okay one i am gay and also a lot of your sets are about being gay and you're not even gay oh my god yes. I, have such, not even I have gay. such a thing about this where people are like oh your set is all about girl your set is all about gay and i'm like and your set is all about like being a guy yeah like i hate that that i'm like you're doing an identity set too of like you have no hair yeah it's just like, because and you're, you're a bald guy yes yeah. it's an identity like, set and i'm not you talking about anyone before. in particular identity set. but it's like literally it's just like yeah because your identity is the mainstream you don't recognize that it's an identity set it's just because mine is a little bit different than yes, yours it's, but it's like you're doing it too it's like yeah. you're being like stoner bro or like yeah. that's also like uh, you're playing a part which is fine we're all like doing our little you gotta get a gimmick in this town like i know <laughs> it sells have a dog and shit pony oh, show course. yours happens to involve a laundromat and driving <laughs> yeah. and that's hard like, sorry <laughs> i yeah. i hate when people are like don't talk about your identity and it's like i don't want to like just do random observations about being like well you know that my face when i order coffee it's yeah. like i actually do want to hear i want to hear somebody talk about being gay for 30 minutes <laughs> it's also <laughs> like when people say things like that it's like 
observational humor is not devoid of identity. So do the people want to hear that too. Any comedy that's devoid of point of view is uninteresting. So it's like say that. Like uh, even yes. if something is like like a Seinfeld or Curb or something like that, where people are like, oh, that's pure observational, everyday, minutia stuff. It's like that stuff is coming from the voice of Larry David. Parentheses yeah. Jewish. Yes, it's like that. And is I'm a Jewish. very specific. <laughs> like <laughs> before you come for me, I'm Jewish, kind of. <laughs> but it's like you can't you can't just erase that there's identity in that because there is. Anyway, some like slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are uh, now they're circling us. The boys are circling us. They're they're hoisting us up. I should go back to find that man at the Grizzly Pear today. He's still there. He I still bet. probably is. It was a 2 p.m. Like, like I bet they're actually wrapping up right now. Cash only. <laughs> Sorry that I'm not naming my lover. I don't know why I'm protecting his identity. Do you want me it's to? like he's fucking lucky. <laughs> he's so lucky. He but lucky. I remember one time I was talking to him. I was like, "So what do you think your comedy perspective and point of view is?" And he was being really weird, and he didn't realize he was truly had the stomach flu and was wanted to throw up so badly can you imagine right about as you're about to throw up something being like what's your relationship to comedy and art what's your sense of self what's your point of view i think that's what gave him the stomach flu it would give me one (laughs) that was my bad um okay should we do what's a boys club you want to see in the world uh, sorry that I'm like. First of all, I made you guys be on like have me on this podcast. I actually Wait, held guns were, to both no, of your heads. True, no. that is not true. We have had so many people on an Excel sheet forever that we're like, oh, we, these are all the people we need to have on, and then it's truly both of us are quite disorganized with get it, and it literally ends up. No, being, we I run get into it. you on the stream. We're like, put it, put it in the calendar right now. I no, it's it's okay. I also worry when you guys get your TV show. It's like I'm really low on the list of the girl you're gonna call. <laughs> I'm so scared about that. I'm like, a lot of bad things are going to have to happen to a lot of women in this town <laughs> no, I find before I'm going to get that phone call. No, wait. This is, like, crazy. I'm going to say this. We actually probably have to cut this, which is, I don't know. We have time I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. You have a very, you're very castable. Yeah. I actually think that about all three of us is that ultimately we're very, we're people that would Thank be. Thank God. This is so, we literally have to cut this. We're no, people I'm like, that keep would this in. Our voices, <laughs> and this I think goes back to the identity thing. Mm-hmm. Our voices are so clear. I think it would be very easy to put literally any of us on a sitcom and slide us in because yeah. it's just like we know we have we're so clear. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We're, I'm like I'm one of a kind. I'm like a blonde girl with big boobs. <laughs> Wait, We've never so been done true. before. That makes me actually viscerally angry at these. You're, yes, all these fucking men that get up there and they're like, "Your whole about being gay," and I was like, "Yeah, that's something that you can actually write and like find story in." Whereas yeah. like whatever you're doing is this like thing that's never gonna leave the basement of Cellar Seventy Seven. Exactly. Like no, 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 exactly. No, no of course. Also, it's because they're jealous. Yeah, no, absolutely. They're telling themselves stories in order to live. Uh-huh. They're like, the reason I'm not like booked on the show is because I'm not gay. And I'm like, God forbid you face that you're not funny. Yeah, um, preach. That's I, rough. That's very specific. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not talking about one, one specific person who said something to me. <laughs> um, also, being from L.A. is like whenever I get um, a spam call, it's from an L.A. number. So I always answer because I'm like, this could be the call that turns it all around. <laughs> oh I'm my always God. like, wait, wait, this is My brain was like, this could be the hospital. That would be dad. so tough because I'm getting them from Savannah, 912 <laughs> numbers. I'm like, nobody's calling me it's from always these like, numbers. Kelly, are you voting for Joe Biden? Like, She's not voting. She's not voting. <laughs> You're getting your mom's calls. <laughs> Everyone in my family had my phone before me except for my older brother. So I get like all these political things from that. Everyone in my family is registered to vote and that's incredible. And they... Love had this phone at one point but okay sorry am i supposed to answer this question of a boys club i want to whatever see? you want to say yeah, well yeah. i guess i must uh, and i say this with respect sent from the iphone what does that <laughs> question mean it means any like community you'd want to form anything you <sighs> want to see any okay i want there to be like better wait i'm i can't i'm sorry that verbiage I'm... to our questions <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess it's like i want this podcast to be different <laughs> 
I want there to be like better mental health infrastructure yeah. because when I had my ego death um, <laughs> <laughs> is how I refer to it or ennui or whatever we want to call it. Um, like it's it was hard to know where to go and psych words are kind of a, an interesting place because you have to be in a certain level of mentally ill to go wait that was me and my eating thing yes exactly where they would like you have to like actually be actively like trying to kill yourself yeah sorry trigger warning sorry 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 and then i remember like i was like i'm really sad and they're like, kind of like you won't like they would not let me in. They're kind of like, unless you do something. And I'm like, I can't tell if you want me to do something. Because yeah. they kept being like, you don't have what it takes. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what you want me Come to do. Come back next year, kid. Literally. <laughs> but LA is a cool place to be really unwell because it's so star studded. And it's like an amazing networking opportunity. My friend was in AA with James Franco. Wow. Which I know is supposed to be anonymous. But I, <laughs> we're not cutting that. We're not cutting that. Because <laughs> it's like, I was literally like trying to go to this. Like, I'm like, who am I going to meet here? Yeah. This is an amazing Honestly, if you wanted to know who's in AA, you just go Reddit AA famous. And then a bunch of stuff. I'm sure there's really? all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like, um, cause, and also this is the, and people talk about this about therapy, about how it's like, we want to get therapy, but there also, there's a lot of bad therapists. Yeah. And it's yeah. so fucking expensive. It's really? so expensive. I was trying, my therapist, I, I, w- uh, she was so annoying. Cause I would always be saying something where I'm like, I'm really sad about this. And she's like, do you find you're afraid to stand up for yourself? Do you think maybe that's because of your mom? And I'm like, okay, like, cool. <laughs> like everything I said, I'd be like, yeah, I think food is hard. And she's like, do you think maybe because your mom <laughs> and i'm like i don't it's need like, you to be a detective it's like not a one-stop shop literally I'm like the, to... oh the ground is breaking i have a weird relationship to my parents <laughs> i like need you to help me though like right now like my like, bad therapist was just like every feeling i had was valid and like that's great but like also not necessarily helpful feelings can be valid and also unhelpful yeah, yeah. And it's like maybe like needing working through which ones are helpful and which ones are not which i actually find i do better by myself for free but sometimes would be wow. in therapy would be better yeah yeah it is it is like there's nothing feels worse than when you're having a therapy session that feels unproductive and you're like i am wasting so much money right now yeah no oh my god and and it's so there's something so cold about it where you'll be like sobbing and then as soon as it hits like 45 <laughs> minutes like awesome so we'll see you next week <laughs> yes i know you're like you're at your crescendo and they're like we're really running out of time and it's like well, this can't be the way this goes no, like, 100%. <laughs> i like straight girl therapists you ever have one of those um like like a straight girl who's a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard one of those? <laughs> you know, most of them are. I liked the straight girl. Her name was Lauren. I think I owe her money. But like I had her like three years ago and she was honestly really good. She's at the doors. <laughs> she's <laughs> closing in on us. She's going to be like botanical <laughs> breasts. Well, I also had this problem with my therapist was like for it was over Zoom. And I was like, I need I really wanted her to know what I looked like. Um like, but because you know they only get you waist up and I'm like I actually Jeez. think that part of my story is you're going to need to know me from actually head to toe <laughs> like I wanted I wanted to be like standing far away from the screen and kind of be like so this is kind of what we're dealing with and this is what we're working with do you know what I mean I'm imagining a montage of you in therapy like and the zoom and you're just in different spots <laughs> of the room every time at different distances just like this is the bikini portion I'm really far away this is me <laughs> <laughs> and then when I did meet her eventually and it's no worry she was 5'1 and I'm like I think you should have disclosed that i know no it would have changed i haven't haven't seen my therapist in person ever because we've only ever done over zoom and i think about that all the time i'm like if i ran into him when i even because this has happened to me before where i've like met people over zoom like in meetings or whatever then i meet them in person and then i'm like i don't even recognize them because i don't associate them as a person yet because i've only met them on zoom if it's only been like one time and like even with him i'm like would i recognize you in the wild because i just like know your like zoom 
being. I don't know. You no, know? 100%. And then it's like, I, it's no worries being 5'1 is like amazing. And some of my closest friends are 5'1. <laughs> but I think I would have, like, her advice felt different coming from that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, I just wish I could have known that yeah. first. Lauren was really short. I saw her at a soul cycle once and Nomad. And, and Nomad. She couldn't even reach the pedals. It was tough. Oh, really no. tiny little girl. <laughs> And I was like, I wonder if she sees me and she's like, wow, he's doing really well. I don't want to tell him even about the money anymore. <laughs> so yeah. stop, stop I mean, you're at, the, you're at the front of that class. You're top of the leaderboard. Well, well yeah, I also Who's have. Who's number one in Peloton? Do you know? Ever? Of all time? Ever? Is, there, is there a number one? I don't know. I don't engage with it in the same way anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there is. But I'm is sure there like a like number like one world rank? Is that how that works? I don't know. Okay. I bet there is. I'm like, you're looking at her. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. My oh. lips are chapped. I'm sorry. I feel really ugly. It's okay to not be okay. Also, you're not ugly. <laughs> Whatever. You tested positive for being gorgeous, yeah, honey. Too and it, cute to even work at our X bar anymore. <laughs> My therapist also was uh, originally. I was so desperate that I just was going to this person. She was so expensive, and she'd always be. And I would part. One of my problems was money. She'd always be like, "I wish there was something I could do to help." <laughs> I was like, "Babe, you can." Yeah, we can talk about this copay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally yeah. to be like, eh, "There's just nothing we can do." It's I like, know. I know. I'm gonna have to start going bi-weekly for mine because I'm I'm off my insurance now and I have to like pay out of pocket and it's just like way too expensive. Wait, mouth how much money it is and I won't make any judgments. Well, I'm, it's okay. It's 150 bucks a month or no, sorry, oh, a session. 150 a session. Uh, I believe so it's 600 was. a month. My dad will pay for half, of which yours. is crazy. I know. Have a mine. Yeah, he will. Mr. Jan, if you're listening, let's talk. If you uh, ask him, he <laughs> might. He's just like a stay-at-home dad with a lot of money for my mom, trying to find your dad is. He's basically a benefactor. I'm like, he should hear about my short film. <laughs> <laughs> I have an amazing opportunity. <laughs> His job is this like he runs like, an art foundation, but I'm the art and he's the foundation. Yeah. I know it's so hard. Like I, I think about other people who like you know, need investors for stuff and they like are like, if you invest in this, like there'll be money for you on the other side, you know, you can be a part of this company and like that, this, that and the other. And it's like, for us, it's like, you have the opportunity of a lifetime to make a dream come true. <laughs> to see, literally, get your name on the title and nothing else. Do you want to hear about 20 somethings in New York coming of age? <laughs> well, maybe we could say like, you can have all of our money up to this amount and then 5% after forever. And if you like kind of foot this, Whatever it is, if you like, kind of give us the upstart. Are you guys trying to like? Because sometimes people are trying to do comedy for money, and I'm like, there are way better ways to make money. To me, I'm like, I want glory. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I don't know what I want. I was thinking that on the street the other day. I want stability. I just want to feel not like I my I'm constantly having to like put stuff in the fire. You know what I mean? Like I just want to feel like I can relax if I wanted to, and like take time off if I wanted to, because I don't feel like I'm at a place. Yeah, that I could. So that's what I crave. No, no. Every waking moment yeah. is torture. <laughs> 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 I just, like, want to have a kid and, like, go to the park. But I want that in, like, 10 years. But, like, right now I just want to be happy and kind of, like, actually, like, Taylor Swift's Grammy speech where she talks about, like, loving the process. I actually really do. Oh, my God. But I'm going to say something so gay. I can't even believe I'm saying it on pod, but I'm going to Gay and, like, it. sexual or gay and pejorative? Pejorative. <laughs> wow. Got it. <laughs> I had this realization. This is so crazy. Where all of the lack of joy from my career who stems from comparison. Of course. All of it. Comparison yeah. is a thief of joy. The thief of joy. I was like, every single time I feel unhappy in comedy, not even kidding, it is always from like an Instagram, something I yeah. see where I'm like, why? And then it's like, I I like, I even like open, like I like the process. Mm. And it's like, okay, you need to be in a silo with the process, but that's so much easier. You're hard. crying, I'm making you cry. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, hard. I'm no, I'm absolutely sobbing. There's not a dry eye in the house. The thing is, Connor, also you can boys grab your tissues. (laughs) 
Um, you need to not be jealous of things you don't want. This is something I'm constantly, I'm so furious about somebody who's like, advice. I don't want that at yeah, all. Yeah. Um, at, like, cause at least just be jealous of the things you want. And I think that it, it completely takes away from, cause it is like, okay, like, and if you had that, what would be different? Whereas to Taylor Swift's stupid Grammy speech, sorry, it was good. It's like, no, the joy is the process. Like, if you don't yeah. like the process, you're not going to like getting the thing. I know, but I want teens to come on, on my Instagram being like, mother, you <laughs> you didn't clock out at the mother factory. <laughs> like, I really actually want that so badly. Of That's course, nice. of course. That is I know. Nice. It's like, it You should is... start a podcast. Uh, and thank you for saying true, that. True. I, I'm like a ghost and that was my last mission on earth <laughs> is somebody saying that and now I can like go to the other realm. Wait, we cut it and, and on that we'll end with <laughs> You should start a podcast. Wait, I agree, by the way. About, about starting a I, that I should have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. you're a great talker. That's I kind of yeah. one of the only things I could do. I mean, to be honest, it's a pretty low lift. We did. It's not that bad. I mean, unless you want to do video if and all this other stuff. Video, like, absolutely yeah. no. If you want to just do audio, it's pretty simple. I'm yeah. not so a woman in STEM, but I could probably like have an intern. You could yeah. hire like an NYU person. No, literally. Hire one of those kids you tutor. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to come set this up for me. I'll write your. Your thing for Yale if you do this. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll write about your brain You guys thing. can swap. Wait, you guys are like true businessmen. Yeah. That's a, you, you don't start an unsuccessful podcast overnight without a couple smarts. I'm Wait, cut the word <laughs> unsuccessful. <laughs> I have to, we have to keep ourselves uh People humble. have to root for us. <laughs> yeah, no, we are underdogs. Because yes. I have depression. Spotify says so. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not, you're under 5'10". So like. Wow. <laughs> Um, okay, well, before we wrap up or anything, oh do you want to um, plug your socials or anything? <laughs> shit, we're wrapping up. <laughs> fuck, oh shit, fuck. <laughs> Wait, you guys, like, you gotta fo- follow me. Like, I do post, like, uh, once every nine calendar months. that you're spam. Like, it no. puts you on the bottom of our story views and says it's uh, a spam. This is because I, I, every day, will DM Boys Club being like, you guys are so great. Love <laughs> you guys. Like, would love to be on the pod. Wait, remember behind we the t- curtain, neither of us checks that Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm like that felt crazy. every every day I would DM you guys, no response, no follow back. Tessa, uh, we are lucky to have you on this podcast, and we were both very sincerely excited no, about it. Sincerely, to anybody who's ever reached out to the Boys Club Instagram, we are not checking those. DMs. We're not checking, it, except for if you're a man that sent us a tape. We saw that you sent it. We're not responding to you. I got marked as a Russian bot. And now it does think you're a Russian no, bot. literally, if I comment on a Boys Club picture, it's hidden. <laughs> what? <laughs> I okay. saw that my comment was hidden. I'm like, I'm, if you know those accounts, we like, open it. It says, "Okay, faggots." <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I'm like, why do these keep getting reported? It's just slur, 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 slur. No, whenever I see you enter a room, I do have a, a, I feel a moment of joy. Like I feel at too. Pime, literally yesterday, you walked through the door at PB and I'm like, oh, thank yeah. God. Thank God. And then, and you then all cell service was lost. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's because we're in an alliance together. Yeah, I feel that. You gotta be. Yeah. You gotta protect And we both other. have like the, we I, we love lollipops. Every time I buy a lollipop, I get one for Connor just in case because I know I'm going <laughs> to run into him. You gotta. That one from um, the candy. The, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, do you want to blow? <gasps> I don't. Do you want to blow? What? <laughs> uh, well, I guess we should wrap it up there. Wait, um. but yeah, please <laughs> follow me on social media. I'm gonna... It, I'm going to post a reel probably in this calendar year, maybe next. So get on there. Yeah. So you can be the first to see. To get in on the ground floor. Absolutely. Um. All right. Uh. Wait, what's your... Wait, plug your... Uh, oh, it's... We'll ta- tag it too. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, it's Tessa-Bell with four L's. And yeah, please reach out and you can like, I empower you and challenge you to like DM me something. <laughs> uh, something I do normal. check them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll get out of here in a smooch. One, two, three.
What's up, boys at home? Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on Instagram? At Connor Janda, C-O-N-O-R. Janda is panda with a J. And you can follow me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O-C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow us both at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. Uh, and we have a live show. Our live show is at Club Coming, typically on the last Friday of the month. And it is always the two of us and some of our favorite funny people. And we'd love to see you there. Yeah, often people from the podcast. So come check those out. Uh, if you live in New York, we'd love to see you there. Bye, boys. Bye, boys. Bye, boys.